Okay, good evening. So we're on to a new topic, Tachanunim. Tachanunim means, actually, many of us have heard this role, it's a supplication, to plead to Hashem for His grace, to plead to, his, to Hashem to find favor in order to our request to uh, be answered. Actually, we know we have a whole parsha in the Torah, V'eschanan, it says V'eschanan, and Hashem Hashem, Pleaded for, for grace, supplicated, Moshe pleaded to Hashem for, for grace, for, for favor, for divine favor. He supplicated, he supplicated chinon, the language of chinon, which is chen. Chen is to find, like, uh, find grace, find favor in the eyes of Hashem. Chinon is, is one of the languages, the ten languages of Tefillah, Kemoshinelma, Mepasak, we learn from the Pasak of Eschanan. And Hashem, he pleaded, Moshe pleaded over and over 515 times. To Hashem to go into the land of Israel. What was the, what, the, the Talmud says? What does it mean? The Eschanan Shibikash. He he pleaded for Matnas Chinam. A literally literally means a free gift. Just give me a, a free gift. Oh, free gift. Usually we say you know, nothing's for free, but with Hashem we can get a free gift, so to speak. Vushi, which will which will elucidate. Vushi Yish Levakish. And that is Moshe asked from Hashem from his biggest storehouse. Obviously, Hashem doesn't have storehouses like a little bit. It's a, it's a metaphor for the, the place of the, the where he get the greatest gift, the, the biggest place of, of opportunity to be answered. There's nothing like that. It's the Otsar, it's the storehouse, the, 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 the vine. Storehouse, again, it's not literal, but the divine storehouse of Manaschinim, of getting gifts of Hashem um, for, for, uh, for free. Rinei Mizeh, Shechinon, Wilashon is Hatfila, that Chinon, finding grace, is from Lashon is Hatfila, is Mavur. We ask for Hashem to find favor in Hashem's eyes and to have this divine grace. Is mavur the eno rak bakasha? It's not just a bakasha. Shakarish barchu yichanenu gam mashi'enu piyadim. Person can say, "I'm not deserving Hashem, but I, I need health. I'm not deserving Hashem. Please give me a free gift. I want to live in Israel, or I, I need to get married, have children, or my children need to have children." Or there's a danger, or I really, Hashem, I really don't deserve this, but I would love to be on the giving and the give charity, whatever. It's not just that, that I don't deserve it. It's not, the, when we say tachanunim, it's not just um, supplication, asking for divine favor. It's not just that I really don't deserve it and give it to me, anyways. It's a suk hergish, it's actually a form of, so to speak, and spotless of, of giving up ourselves uh, doesn't people don't like this word because we live in a in a world and a country of a nullification of a spotless betfila. It's its own form of tefila. In the understanding of what it means to have chen and to ask for divine grace is what we're really asking Hashem. Um, with, a, with a feeling is that we don't deserve this, but can you give it to me anyways, which we're going to explain and uh, we'll, we'll elaborate on. When you're thinking about 
when you ask a person for a favor, you ask a person for a gift, for charity, for a person that is a, is a pauper, it's not really asking for a free gift, says Rav Pincus. Why? The, and, and therefore it's hard for us to understand what it means to ask for a free gift. Because when a poor person asks from a uh, when a poor person asks from a wealthy philanthropist for a gift, really he's not asking for a free gift. Not really asking for a free gift. Why? This is this is how Yiddish Judaism views it. The the Torah commands creates an ischayvus an obligation for the wealthy person, who, but for Hashem would not have money, uh, to give to the, to the poor person. It's not just that the Torah says, if you have money, you have to share, you have to give charity. Now, I'm not going to the laws of charity right now. It doesn't mean that, that every poor person you have to give an extraordinary It means a person should give everyone something. And if you're a wealthy person, you can decide... There are parameters, which we're not going to do now, how much you give who, but, but you, you're obligated, anyone who knocks on your door, to give a poor person something. And if you could, you're a relative, right, you're the wealthy relative, and they're the poor relative, then really, you're probably obligated to a lot more than a little something. If you are there, um, you know, the, the, the closer you are to them, the more the obligation is, and tzedakah is a little bit like an investment, uh, but not for now. But suffice it to say, there's an obligation to give something. And not just an obligation to give something. We discussed this in the Sefer Torah Devarah um, uh, about a year and a half ago that Kabbalistically, Kabbalistically, that all of the neshamas of the Jewish people are, 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 are obligated and connected for one another. We're actually, we are as I said then, we're all relatives, we're all connected, we all share, we have a commonality, that's why when I do a mitzvah, it helps you, and when you do a mitzvah, it helps me, that's why we, we all, all Jews, want other Jews to do well, because not only are we Hashem, as every Jew, Hashem's child, but every Jew is literally our relative, and every Jew is at some level literally us, that's, that's the, 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 the Kabbalistic understanding you should love your as yourself because they are yourself. At some level, they are, 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 our fellow Jews are us. Their success is our success. Now, obviously, I'm not for myself. No, who will be for me? Our first obligation is to take care of the person that we are, and then our family, and then our extended family, and then our, our, our community, etc. Um, but, but, but when a poor person comes to our door, then we have an obligation to, to, to take care of them, which is beyond uh, the, the obligation to, uh, to, to, to give. And this is actually the Kenyu did, but in certain cases, in certain circumstances, again, we're not learning uh, the laws of charity right now. You could, the the base in, in the old days is could force individuals, this person's going to be homeless, you must and obligate, obligate a, a person to give uh, staka. Ubeemesh Shemidarcha Hashkacha says says of Pinkus actually the why it's the ways of Hashkacha divine providence who shall usher chayvani shall kesev shviyad haasher that when people have money this is again uh, uh, a Torah concept it's not all for them they're also holding money that is supposed to be shared certainly miser uh, certainly a tenth 
It's not just it's a nice idea. A person is supposed to share it. It's not just for their, you say, buy a new Armani suit or a nicer car or whatever. To, again, there are certain times when a person doesn't have enough for themselves and they come first. Um, and again, uh, one should ask a Shiloh uh, if they're in that kind of circumstance, who, what, when. But in theory, sort of a person has a surplus to have wealthy people here. Some of their money was meant for others as well, not just for them. They are the lucky person who gets to be Hashem's messenger to pass over that money, but it was not built meant for they could take private jets or buy sports cars or fancy vacations. Again, a person's entitled to use their money and to um, actually enjoy it at some level. That's why Hashem gives their money, but it's not just for them. Um, Actually, the Chavetz Chaim used to say, if a person doesn't spend on themselves, it won't spend on other people either. <laughs> so, it's not cheap on themselves. It's usually going to be cheap about with others. It doesn't mean to live a spent full life. It means a person, is, if Hashem is, is, endows them with gifts, they're allowed to use it, but just keep in mind, it's not just for them, it's for other people. And therefore, it's not really a free gift if you give to the poor person. Your person's obligated. He says there's an interesting thing. The af al pi, and even though that when a wealthy person gives to a poor person, he has to be obligated to, to have makabal toiv, to have sincere hakaras atol, because, but first of all, the wealthy person picks, which he is obligated to give every poor, poor person something, but he can give you more or less, there may be under many circumstances, he gives a different, just unfortunately, uh, many aniyam today, in our time, I'm not going to talk, in the old days you'd have less wandering around, people were in a village, and they lived in the village, there's a poor person, uh, and there was a limited amount of poor people. Today, it's a global village, right? You know, the guy from Jerusalem, uh, less so in San Jose or in San Antonio, he's not on tonight. But, but certainly in Chicago, I can tell you, there are many people that come here every day from Israel and from other cities um, looking for tzedakah. And, um, you know, and if they, you, they, you, you choose to give to them more significantly, certainly there will be and a mechuyah for Aliyah to have a karsatov, a strong sense of gratitude. But the interesting thing is, if you don't give them anything, or you don't give them anything, that, you know, which is perhaps if you have a, you have a big house and you have a living a very fancy life and, you're, and you don't give this person, you're just not in the mood, whatever it may be, um, they, they get upset. Mock, like they, they, what do you mean? They get upset. It's your money. <laughs> you know, a random guy walks on the street. A random guy walks on the street and he asks you for money. I... By the way, I'm going to just tell you, you know, there is a concept of, uh, of, of giving to non-Jews, al-Stark Shalom, al-Sways of Peace, could be even for Rachmanis, for, for mercy. But when I see people smoking or clearly on drugs, I don't give them a penny. I'm not paying for their drugs. I'm paying for their cigarettes. Again, if I personally, the cigarettes less so, if, maybe I'd certain, certain, but certainly if I see them, you know, Total, I'm not paying for their, for their, for you know, for whatever. I saw a person the other week, you know, clearly poor, going into a place. I'm not, again, I'm not judging. Sitting there buying lot, lot, you know, the scratch tickets. You know, I, I'm going to give him money for the scratch tickets. I, 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 today, I, you know, uh, I, I was walking the street and some non-Jewish little kids were trying to collect money for a laptop. I was happy to give them their cute kids. <laughs> they're very excited. I, they're fine. That, I, you know, but stop. I'm going to give a person to, 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 but if it's a Jew, 
you know, something. If I see that they're damaging themselves, I give them a lot less or close to nothing. But I'm always going to give. And if I don't give, a, they, they get upset like you stole from them. What you stole? I owe you money. It's my. It, it says they're picking because at some level you you we are obligated. They're they're our brother. If your brother, a brother is a brother. A child is a child. It's a relative is a relative. Stuck is stuck up. So it's goes though, and at some level that's the truth. The truth is the, the poor person doesn't even know that he's not thinking that really in a shemayim you have some of the money to give to him. He just feels he feels that, that you you that you, why are you giving to me? Well, I get nothing, not a penny, not a, not a penny. I, I carry dollars because the shoals every day here they they come so you have a dollar you know and and shalom so I never say my own money I give. To things which 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 are meaningful to people, I, which I, I think can make an impact. Uh, I'd say I, I myself have a very large budget from the places I'm involved in, so that's on my cheshbon. But 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 if I were to give somebody, they could feel like, what do you mean? You give me nothing? Why should they feel that way? <laughs> Why should they feel that way? I, I, do they make the money? Do I owe them at some level? I'm giving them something, and they get upset if they don't. And that's that that's that's why. It says, Leah Hashem has all of the money. Now, this is a big metaphor to tell you one thing. That when we, in our reality, there's no such thing as a free gift. Usually, um, usually, the, even charity is at some level obligatory. Even that we have feelings of mercy created so that we should, Hashem, partly Hashem created mercy, so that we should feel that obligation. So he says with Pinkett, it's very hard to understand what it means, a free gift. What we ask Hashem, please Hashem, give me this, and, and I know I'm undeserving, I get it's totally a free gift, a matnas kedav, and that's us, we're, at, we're saying we need chayin, you know, it's the old bubbies, you need to have a lot of chayin, a lot of grace, a lot of fine favor. What does it mean, what are we asking? Right? Even a poor person, we're obligated to give it some love. What does it mean to ask Hashem, Shem, we're coming to you for a manuskinam. Says Rav Pinkus, he's going to bring another mushal, just to understand. It's actually a very famous uh, mushal uh, metaphor to understand it. Al echad, very sad mushal, very sad metaphor. But al echad, she'aviv his chasidim a person, a child whose father is so kind to them, hishpiyalov tevayv gives them so much good. Ashiras muflegis, he gives them wealth. Shomer's kolchamir korah protects him from all forms of evil and dangers. Veneyamim kara mikra right something happens, and this child has a big fight with his father. This father who provided, who protected, who enabled and empowered this child in all forms and all levels, out of love gets his son gets to fight with him, and we kach, and as a result of this fight, this son. Gets up and kills the father. <laughs> I'm told that the child was told totally, he gets up and gets up and murders the father. Now he comes in front of a judge. The judge is looking at this kid who murdered his father, this father who was provided, who supported, who enabled, empowered, protected this child. Um, and now he's being adjudicated and judged on murder charges. But And what does this person do? What does this murderer do? 
and he comes to the judge and he says, Judge, please let me go. I'm an orphan. And the guy says, I'm an orphan. This murder guy who murdered his father says, Have mercy on me. I'm an orphan. He's a busha. What a shame. What kind of chutzpah noira? They ask the judge for mercy. He's an orphan? What kind of klima? El Bessie. Who made you an orphan? Do you have any ability to ask for mercy? How dare you ask for mercy? No, it's Ezra Pinkus. It's a Amiti. When you really think about it, it's a, it's a very stark uh, mushal, but it's kind of how we're asking from Hashem. Kagon, we ask for parnasa, we ask for, for, for a good living, we ask for chayim, for life, life. I just, you know, I, I, just this week I heard, you know, no one knows. We think, we think, we think what I have yesterday is guaranteed for today and tomorrow. No guarantees. Just someone I know very well. Just, I don't want to get details. Just in one moment, the whole life just changed. And everything else we need, we need, we, we are basics. What's stopping us from getting the good? Hashem wants to give us constantly good and blessing below any boundaries. So we know that barring anything um, which are more uh, divine providence from birth, whatever, as a general, and that's also for uh, deep reasons, but it's because of a virus, because of our sins, we need, to be, we need kapara, we need to be fixed. Our, G- our life GPS has to be changed for that. And now we're having to ask Rachamim. We who are given everything by Hashem, all life, all bracha, all blessing, lose things because I take let's let's you know with us personally it's very sometimes challenging to admit or to think about. Then Jewish people, we're asking for Mashiach, we're asking for for this, right? How do we end up here? I mean, how do we end up in the situation that we are today? What what brought it upon us? It was ourselves. And now we're saying, get us out of this. Give us redemption. Give us salvation. Give us Yeshua's in the Chavos. If you go on, like a, a guy jumps off a cliff and says, Oh God, please leave me have mercy on me. Right? Um, uh, who, what do you, who created the situation? The Torah tells us, you know, we say every day in Shema, morning and night, we wake up and we say Shema, we go, at nighttime we say Shema, and before we go to sleep we say Shema. What do we say? Right? Keep mitzvahs, keep Torah, that's what you gotta do. Uh, again, I'm not saying that, that there aren't things that could, we need to see that, that for whatever, some reason it's been a Shemayim, sometimes things happen, but very often the reason is because is of our souls. Right? A person smokes, and then they get emphysema or lung cancer or heart failure. Well, you did that. Don't blame Hashem for it. You do. The person eats and doesn't take care of their body. Uh, you did that, right? Um, and same thing spiritually. A person, their actions will be good in their situation. And every day we say, Be careful. Don't get sucked in by life. Don't forget what you're here for. You know, in your job, you have a job. Don't lose focus. Hishamru, be careful. Let your heart let you stray. 
and what, what's going to happen? Not just the Jewish people. If we become idolaters and 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 and, 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 and promiscuous and wrong and, and lose sight of what the world what we're here for. It's not just it's on an individual level. If we don't have the Torah with Ava, with love and with fear, and there were many messengers. There were Rishayim Vachar, the great sages, going back to the prophets. I'm actually my navi. I'm learning Yirmiya right now. Oh my goodness, Yirmiya today. Yirmiya, I think a Perchav Zion. Right? They went to kill him. Do you know that Yirmiya Achikam? They were going to murder Yirmiya. Yirmiya, of course, is the author of Eicha. We're about to read Eicha in a few weeks. He was literally about to be murdered by the by in the base of Migdash, but for one Kohen who protected him. And he's almost murdered a few times. Why would Yirmiya? Do you know who Yirmiya was? Prophet Novi Hashem? Well, he gave a message. They didn't want to hear that. No, 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 no. They want to hear, you can do whatever you want. You'll still have the basic English. And you can have a good Jewish life. And like, kind of like, you know, what's that? What's the first American uh, movie? The Jazz Singer. You can do whatever you want. You can still have an Elah. It's all good. Don't worry. You can do It's all good. And Yermia didn't say that. No, he said, you're about to get destroyed with the base of Mish because you Jewish people have forgot your purpose on the world and you're living a fake life. So, we, this is not a new thing. Don't leave Torah. Jewish people don't leave Torah. Individuals don't leave Torah. To your purpose. And then, something happens. We get off kilter. And we ask to have mercy. Rachme Shemayim. And we have nothing, we have no, we have no, we're going in front of the judge. Right? And again, this is where that strong metaphor, that strong story comes. We killed our father. Now, Khalil, we can hurt Hashem, but we killed our mountain. Right? We did it. Right? Imagine a person smoked five packs a day and then they get lung cancer. And they're going to say, Hashem, please sir, save me from this. Save you did it. You did it. Right? Hashem, I, you know, uh, a person uh, uh, d- d- does some kind of narcotic. A person steals money, is a ganav and a gazan, uh, you know, it ruins life, people's lives, takes people's hard-earned money, and, and and does a Ponzi scheme. And he's about to go to jail and he's saying, "Hashem, let me out. We need let you out. You created the situation, so we understand in our world." Well, guess what? Even worse than that stuff. Is if you a person destroys Torah mitzvahs and then there's neshama and the world the process there's some kind of rectification that has to happen. <laughs> they're messed up. They smoked for five years, fifty packs a day. Their lungs are messed up. A person ate pig, right? Did whatever, lived the life of 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 chet, of avera. You damage yourself. You damage your people. There's something that's to be fixed. But without Hashem, save us. That is what it means. Real. Real freaking. By the way, in the in the real world, we're saying even though we're not deserving, it's possible. If we daven this way, then we the rectification is the prayer itself. So the prayer, if we can daven in this way, that is tachanunah, means we can actually change the realities that we're in. Even though we're totally undeserving and we totally messed ourselves up. That's what he's trying to say. Zewhergish with social tula it's, and it's with the humility with, with Kivor, because you know what? This is very important. Nobody, no Yid, could ever have no faith that they can be saved. We're always, there's always a point, even once a few weeks ago, even Manasha, this 
person who caused the masses to sin realize that he can daven and be, be saved, right? It, w- w- a person has the ability, obviously the more we're asking for, the more we did, the more merit we need, the better the tefillah is. But we say there's a way to daven, to even get, the one, one of the main methods is to daven b'chinam. I don't deserve it. In a total feeling of, you know, like that boy who murdered his father after getting everything can have no feeling that they deserve to be have mercy. Right? But, but begging the judge for it. And Hashem is, is the, the most kind judge. If you, we come to from Matan it's all possible. Listen to this. The Mepharshim, the, 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 there's a famous Medrash. Kisha'ala Moshe where Moshe Rabbeinu went up at Har Sinai for 40 days and 40 nights. Hariyah Hashem, Hashem, he had a, got a front, got, you know, like, Today, Lahavdal, you get go to the old city of Yushalayim, you get a tour. I don't want to do a tour. The Cardo, and they go better, even better. The Kaiso, now they have the underground tunnels. And you get a whole tour, you know. I recently, a week ago, they asked me to go to a different to a, a, a yeshiva, high school. I was in some boy, I'll give you a whole tour. I'm just going to front a VIP tour. Well, Moshe Rabbeinu got a VIP tour of Shemayim. Right, whatever that means. Doesn't mean like Mike's little tour or a tour or old city tours, but it gotta be a by tour in Shaman. And they showed him all of the heavenly storehouses. What is that? He says, This is the place where those who toil in Taira, um, they can get merit. And what about those storehouses? That is for Gordon Khassan. That storehouse goes for those who do acts of kindness. And all these sources. Then Moshe saw the biggest storehouse of the world. This huge storehouse, which, is, which was boundless. He couldn't see where it began and ended. He said, what in the world is this storehouse? I'm a matnas That is a storehouse of matnas of gifts given free, chinam, with grace. And if Moshe, a part of Aschan, asked for the Torah, he was not going to get it. He said, I'm going to ask Moshe by the merit of Torah, the greatest merit of Torah is Moshe Rabbeinu. He's the king of Torah. Torah is Moshe. He was the messenger from Hashem. And yet, he realized even Moshe Rabbeinu, who had the biggest chosah Torah, the mountainous chinam was even greater. If I come to that storehouse where I'm going to pray to go into the land of Israel, Moshe Rabbeinu, that is greater. He supplicated, he pleaded for, for Hashem's grace, for his favor. Chinam, which is for free. Malshem Chinam, Amar Kadosh Baruch Hu. This is what it says. It says in Aramaic. Hanu to Ami English. Al Chivim Beis Chavlo Barnash to have an Ainan. Better to bring a, a, a better to bring an, a snake into your house, which which doesn't have eyes. Snake is blind essentially. And then a person, a person comes to your house, they want things. You know, they can see what's going on, right? What is, that's the menish. This is all the menish. But Zarech Lahaven, and we have to understand. Lama Eitzchus. What does this mean? Moshe sees it that the storehouse of Matnaskinam of this free gift is bigger, way bigger than any other storehouse, and that's how he's going to daven. Ubiir a daver. The call Eitzchus Mugbal. The explanation to elucidate it's the follows: every other storehouse, it's limited by the merit. For example, of Amalei Torah, those from Torah, person who pushes himself to Torah. When they're tired and they're up, and then how they learn, and the quality do they are they thinking, are are they wasting their time or looking at a phone in the middle? Uh, that's according to what a person did in Torah. That's going to be the, their ability, their reward, and their ability to tap into merit. 
Same thing with everything else. There is a there is a quantification of it. Okay? But Matnaschinam, when you come to this Oitzhinam, the whole thing is free. I'm not deserving. We are like that boy who killed the father. We have nothing to we have no merit to say it's my merit. We're coming for something and saying, I literally I understand Hashem, not the judge, not some human judge sitting behind the desk, but Hakashbarkal, the judge of judges, merciful and merciful, Hakadashbarku. I know I have no I, I have no real recourse to say I deserve anything. I'm coming for free your favor, your gift. You are your manuscript. I'm pleading Hashem from that Eitzer, from that storehouse of Matnaschinam, which is the greatest, and it's free. It means it's free, means it's, I'm undeserving. It's, I'm not like the poor person coming to the wealthy person. Who, at some level, you owe me. Hashem, you owe me nothing. Gorn it. Gorn it. For those others, gornished. Person gives, we call a free gift. What, the, what defines, delineates that, that gift is how merciful the other person is. The wealthier and the kinder he He'll give more. We understand that the, the, by Hashem, the omnipotent, all powerful, his madness is boundless. There is no kitzvah, there is no end, and there is no boundary. There is no boundary. If we come, and that minus, no, we are totally undeserving. But Hashem is totally we're looking to find grace in the eyes of Hashem. Then that, that, that all is possible. Then, Haven, but Oymek means we have to really understand a little bit, drop deeper this midah of our Kaddish Baruch Hu. Dimash in Kates, the Oitzah Shachinon, that there's no end, it's boundless, of Chinon. Of Hashem's father's favor and Hashem's I'm pleading for that favor. Interactly in Rav Hashpa. Not just the divine influence, the divine bountifulness Hashem gives to Chinon, it's more than that. She encades the Gvul Oitzama Koyach, Lasseis Bidach Chinon. Hano, Shukoyach Menzula says, I feel Kshazek Chinon, Mamish, Hano below Shum Rua, Rev, Zhus, will see the Koshik Shira, Rev, Kabo Koycha. That even though the, it, there's, there's, usually there's some kind of limit in the person giving it or the recipient. So the recipient, okay, I'll give you a free gift, but you're not, you're really a bum. <laughs> you really don't deserve this free gift, right? Yeah, you know, you, you, I, let me go back to my, my own example because I'm not Hashem. I see a guy who's on uh, hallucination, mushrooms. I ain't giving him money. <laughs> I'm not buying mushrooms for him. Hey, this guy was smart in shape of his life, first of all, and get, get into reality. But he would daven, again, I'm talking about uh, you know, a certain group of people, but they're still human beings, they're still people. Imagine it was a yid. He davened, Hashem, get me out of this Hashem. I, I wanna, I, I, no, it doesn't make a difference how awful, how terrible, how disgusting, if I can use that word, a, human, a person can come to Hashem and that's that we don't live in that reality like there, there's there are limits of even if we give a gift of how 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 bountiful that gift with will be with Hashem in the together it there is no limit there's so many reasons not to give this 
person. He's such a sinful menasha, again, causes the masses to sin. Um, whatever, maybe, and they were not, not, it was not, person was not, not knowledgeable, person knew very well that something was wrong. Today, you have many Jews who know nothing, and they may do terrible things, but they know nothing. Right? They know nothing, unfortunately. With the Dalton for our, our brothers, there's so much, what a, a huge percentage of Klai you saw, especially in America, knows nothing. Few, way fewer in Eretz Yisrael know nothing. In America, you have Jews who mamish know nothing. So, okay, but imagine someone knows Torah, and it's still doing the most awful things. And they, that person says, should get nothing. They're, they're totally undeserving. A few hockey. If they come, Mitoris minus Kanam, obviously the shape of their lives, they can be answered. Even though usually there's some form of thing, it uses Vechanesi. Hashem said to Moshe, Vechanesi, I'll find favor, or I want to, which seems to be a limit. And the reason why, listen to this. Why does God say, I'll. We say Ma'ata Khanon, just Hashem has Khanon is finds grace, so too we should find grace. Right? But and Hashem says, I'll give grace to I want to. What does that mean? We just said it, it's boundless. It, it's endless. What does that mean? He says, because this oitzer, this storehouse of Manas Khinam also has a door, a gate. What is the door, the key to this storehouse called Manas Khinam? Vamvur that the key to open the storehouse of Chinon is to daven in that way. Means it's all there if you daven in that way. And otherwise, Hashem will give grace to who He wants to give grace to for those who are deserving under certain circumstances. But if you do not daven for it, you will not get into that storehouse called Manas Chinon. Manas Chinon is given out for those who daven that way. If a person never davens they will never enter that storehouse. It could be that Hashem's, one of his midas is one of chanun and finding grace, and, but that will be for those who deserve it under, under certain circumstances. But you and I and everyone could always come into this balanced storehouse called Manas if we daven in this way. And only if we daven in this way. That is the key. Now there's two things that come out of this. As we said, that the language, the expression of the prayers of to ask that she come for free. It's actually in Shulchan Aruch. It's a Mishnah. How we daven was called Tachanunim, supplications. As it says in the Mishnah, Pirkei Ovos, the Ethics of Our Fathers, when you daven, don't make your prayer one of rote, one of just, I, I did it yesterday, I'll do it again. Right? with one of mercy, with tachanun, supplication for Hashem. That's actually codified in Shulchan Aruch, Tzimit Sadiches. Yispal derech tachanunim, the Shulchan Aruch says, the Kodesh Law says, you should daven with supplications, with asking for grace, kerash, like a pauper at, at a door. They really are like a pauper. They have nothing in front of the Creator. Oh, I'm such a nice person. I'm such a good person. I deserve, I deserve this. 
No, we're asking for chesed, we're asking for kindness and goodness from Hashem. That's how you open up the oitzus of chin v'chesed. Umida zuhi yoyfi v'hadar, this is the, the beauty and the splendor of true prayer. That is true prayer. That's how a yid really davens. Ube'emes, and in truth, this is posh, it's simple to understand this. Darayim bayim, if we come, if we daven Hashem, Hashem, you know, I learned Gemara, I learned Tanakh, I keep Shabbos. I give staka. All big mitzvahs of person will get reward for eternity. Good things. Amazing things. All the good things. But we call him and say, Hashem, give me this because I do this. Haray, Ray myself, you really think that as good as we are, or, you know, I would, let's have a look at that tefillah now. How did you daven? Where was your head when you daven? And when you learn, oh, it's Gemara. Where was your head? And how much did you really push yourself? Right? And you learn for an hour a day. When you know two hours, you have time to read the newspaper. Remember, I once said this before. A guy once told me he spent three hours a day on the news, on the news, at least three hours a day. His wife told me there's more. He said three hours a day. Right? Three hours a day reading the news, you know, on the internet. Just read. This guy learned 30 minutes a day. Three hours on the internet reading stupid news all day long. Right? Trust me, I read the news. I'm, I'm, I'm aware also. Three hours a day. Sugar. So we get judged in our actions, and we're not that much better than the behemoth. We're not that. We're going to come on like we're going to come on, on onto that. We come and pray. You should do it for your name. In your kindness, we're asking. You are merciful, and you can find grace in us. That's true, and there's no tshuva. And Hashem is true. Hashem is merciful and kind and finds grace. And that's how we're doubting. Not that I'm great, I'm good. I, Hashem, you know, I did this. Everyone wants to, I, more than once, person, oh, Hashem, I don't know why Hashem said that to me. I, I'm a palchuva. I should be answered. Or I, I learned shas. Or I give staka. All great things. All amazing things. And a person will be rewarded eternally. That's not how you doubt it. Don't tell Hashem I did staka or I get, learned shots or I keep Shabbos or I or, or I or I'm a Baal Tshuva and you know how hard it was to be a Baal Tshuva or I did Shaduch and I married this person off. <laughs> Come to Hashem like a pauper and ask for Matnas You may not be deserving or you may, you're going to be rewarded, this person. You're going to be rewarded in the next world, not here. Right? This is not the world of, this, we're not in the world of reward. And by the way, you're not being deserving the reward already. You may not be as good as you think you are. Become a Tarzmanis Chinum. That's how a person davens. And that, and that world is true. Hashem, you are merciful. Hashem, you are kind. You do find grace. And if you daven that way, you can be answered correctly. Should I, not correctly, you should be answered for the good. Should I MS2, and the truth is, Hashem's mercy is boundless. There's nothing that can stop Hashem. Everything is created for Hashem's world. And that's how you should be davening, even in Shulchan Aruch says daven that way. Lifnei borrowed three times a day. Not because prayer is obligatory to do the seder. Kavua shetiknu lanu chazal el tzarich. If they come to daven, call me towards that matnas begging for Hashem's grace, begging to find a favor Hashem. Not because of our actions, and not because oh, I came to show that daven in the minion. All great things. Person's rewarded. Person's eschos. It's a mitzvah. That's not how you daven. My Nifla, Rav Pincus, concludes this thing on Tachanunim. Lashon HaMedrash, that, that Medrash we mentioned before, Moshe goes up 
to the storehouse. When a Baruch when he said, it's happening, the Mishra is teaching us a lesson. When Hashem, after Moshe comes in partial of Eschan and Davmin's Miloshim Tapunim, and literally Hashem has to stop him for cosmic reasons from davening in this way, because he will get the answer that he wants, because that's not And even though the whole world, for whatever reasons, Moshe cannot go into the land of Israel, and for his own tikkun, he can't go into the land of Israel, for whatever reason, we're not going to that right now, right? Hashem says, when Moshe, uh, that, that now Moshe, when he came up there, he saw the storehouse, and again, the measure says, oh, I should have bring, it's better to bring a snake than a human there, because the human sees and asks, right? Well, Hashem says about this, Hashem says, speak complained. I complained that Shechat of Law, so that Moshe got this secret of the, the biggest storehouse in Shemayim, the biggest opportunity in Shemayim is something called Matas Chinam, coming with like a pauper who is nothing and going for Hashem's free gift to find favor in the eyes of Hashem. Kiel Yoyim Musha, he stole the key to my house, and now everything is hefker, everything goes. Which means this person, now that they have the key to the storehouse of Matas Chinam, you can always be answered the type. It's always feasible. It's always possible. That's what the major says at some level. Hashem complained. We have that key, by the way. You and I and everyone who will hear this share, and even if you don't hear this share, if you don't hear this share, let me say, if you mean, I know you have that key, but we all have that key. And we have that key three times a day. We have that key three times a day that we can enter a storehouse called Matas which is boundless, and get things that we otherwise would never ever get in this world and the next. Okay, we'll hold here.